and welcome episode 15 of the long road down under around the world in 92 days the podcast where two old friends discuss the journey of a lifetime a decade ago 15 episodes hey wall you believe that i can't believe we made it this far but it just means that we're almost done it's kind of sad it is sad but we've we've stuck to it i feel like we can find a way to milk a few more episodes out of this though Sure. We just need more people to come on and talk to us. So who wants, if you want to talk with us, let's, let's make it last a little bit longer. Kind of like we were talking with, uh, with, with Rick, just that the end of the trip, it was just, we always wanted to extend it. And some people managed to extend their journey for several years. So good on you. We had to I go wish, home. I wish we could have done that. I know who doesn't wish that my wife who was waiting for me to come home would have hated that <laughs> if we would have just kept going. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, time, you know, it just wasn't an option for us. No. I, well, first of all, I think we were both out of money. Totally broke. I, yeah. I, when I moved to Charlotte shortly after, I had, I had about 100 bucks and a credit card, and my dad gave me a check for $400. I didn't ask him for it. He said, you're probably out of money. <laughs> like, yeah, you're yeah, going to need this. He's like, you, you can just... Pay me back when you can. <laughs> yeah. That was nice. Yeah, it was uh, kind of funny though, because uh, like that was the advice of uh, Jim: just call your cut, ring your pop and ask for more quid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jim was a Jim was hilarious. Just just uh, ring your pop, ask for more quid. No, Jim. Yes. My dad doesn't know what quid is. <laughs> my dad would have said you should have planned to have more quid. <laughs> I tried to lose my quid before we started the trip. It's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> well, anyway, um, let's continue our journey. Uh, we have recently discussed uh, Thailand, and we're moving on through Southeast Asia, and are now and so in Malaysia. I believe was our last discussion, and now yeah. we are into Indonesia. We're pretty yeah. excited. We were be- because with you know, islands and. I'm sure we thought we had a lot of beach destinations to come and yep. really be- beautiful places to see. And as we'll discuss, we didn't get to see a whole lot. No, going into it, I don't think we realized what we were in for on the bus. Uh, you know, it sounded like a lot of island hopping, which sounded awesome. A lot of beaches, a lot of fun days with the focal points being... Well, the, the focal point being Bali at the end. It was just a massive tourist destination globally. Um, and that was the, I believe those were our last three days, three or four yeah. days there. Yeah. And the other we knew we were going to go to Mount Bromo, which was an active volcano. Other than that, I don't think there were a lot of destinations that we circled earlier in Indonesia, if I'm not mistaken. No, and as we were discussing this prior to recording tonight, we... Honestly, we're drawing a blank on many of the days while we were in Indonesia, which is just crazy to think because I think you told me it was we were there 13 nights in Indonesia. November 9th through November 21st, 2010. And n- neither of us remember much. So to sort of set the stage, let's, let's begin here. We did not have a joke for Indonesia, but we did come up with a song a few days in to 
remember our time in Indonesia, though, and I, th- I think it was a bit appropriate. AWOL, do you remember the whole song? I do still remember the song, and I will sing it for us now. Awesome. I have not warmed up the vocal cords or anything, so uh, don't, Please don't hold that know, against him, everyone. Don't judge me or anything, but it, it goes something like this. And as we explain more about our trip through Indonesia, you'll understand why. Indo, Indonesia, it's the coolest place in history, but we'd never know it because we've been on this bus in misery. <laughs> Finally, we made it to a proper place, staring at volcanoes all ablaze. Indo, Indonesia, we'll be really sad to leave you. So sad to leave you. So sad to say goodbye. <laughs> It was obviously to the, <laughs> the tune of the uh, Flintstones. Flintstones, yes. I almost said the Jetsons. The Flintstones, uh, we, we, we stole the tune, but yes. Um, so we'll explain why we, we, we pinned that song, but that was our, yeah. that was our entertainment for that, that country. It summed it up. But I do remember Chris, our, our, our friend from the bus, Chris Farley, saying after we did that, he said, that one took some real talent, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, unlike our other jokes, which apparently did not take much talent, which is fair. <laughs> so, fifteen-hour days on the bus, right? Yeah. I mean that, yeah, that, yeah. that is. It was just day after day of of these marathon journeys on buses. We'd get to the hotel. We'd be pretty tired, but not sleepy, which is like the worst. Yeah, because you and I slept very well on the bus and sure, there's lots to see. But uh, like anywhere else in the world, something scenery doesn't change. It looks the same. You kind of zone out. So, yeah, no, I, I do. I mean, I do remember the scenery days, in Indonesia was pretty. I mean, out, out looking out the windows of the bus, the scenery was pretty awesome. It, I mean, it looked great. It, lush forests. Yeah. Yeah. Lush green jungles. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. like farm, like terraces, rice fields mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, very different landscape than we had encountered, you know, obviously earlier in the trip. And so, mm-hmm. but we just did never really stop to to see it, to Nothing. see much. Um, wh- okay, something just came to mind. Okay. We, we saw, before we got to Mount Bromo, we saw another volcano. But it was far off in the distance. It had erupted. Really? And, yes. And there were we stopped at these these ruins. I guess they were ruins. I don't know. There was like these really really old stone buildings. Yes. And in the okay. background was the volcano, and it had erupted, and you could see smoke coming out of it. I mean, it was obviously miles, and I don't know how many miles, miles and miles away. We were in no danger, but. We did stop to see those ruins, and we did walk around there, giant stone ruins of some sort, and there was a volcano in the background. That was pretty cool. And is that where you took that picture of the lady wearing, or the person just wearing this bright yellow outfit yes. in the midst of rubble, of rubble or ruins? Yes. I guess yep. ruins, yeah. Yep. It was just this girl. She was walking around, and... That was pretty sna- cool. Snapped a photo, and in the photo, you could see, you know, her standing there in front of the... The, whatever the remains of the of the building and then in the on the other side you could see the 
volcano in the background. So that's that just came to my mind. So I have no idea where that was, but that was before Bromo because that kind of set the stage for you know seeing a volcano for us. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. I um I do remember that. So what we're gonna do, we're gonna talk at length about Bromo and Bali. But before that, let's just run over what we remember in the uh, eight or nine days before we were just pounding out miles on the bus. And we don't remember a lot. Right. All right. I've made a list. There are five items. (laughs) It's more than I've got. Not even one a day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First, fairies. Fairies, yes. High speed fairies. What do you remember about the fairies? Yeah. Yes, they were they were they were high speed ferries, you know. In Indonesia is made up of hundreds of different islands. We obviously mm-hmm. went from I don't know probably three or four of the different islands while we were there. So to get from one island to another, we'd have to take a ferry, and I believe they were mostly high speed ferries. So I don't know, just a couple hour ferry ride. I remember watching movies on the ferry and the Expendables. <laughs> For some reason, I remember watching the movie The Expendables. On a ferry in Indonesia. So that's one of my things. Boy, so the two movies we have on this trip are The Expendables and Grown Ups. Classics. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. True cultural icons there. So, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, the, fer- the ferries were cool. I do have vague memories of, of uh, being on those high-speed ferries. They're pretty neat. Very comfortable uh, le- leather seats, I remember. Sure. Good, good place to get some sleep, but... I uh, stepped outside, you know, out the on the back of one of the ferries, and there was a giant storm. This is just all coming to me as we talk about this. There's a giant storm off in the distance over the water. It was really windy. Oh, don't know if you remember that, but that's I mean, that's something I just thought. About. Okay, yeah, real choppy was... waters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why do I have this memory of feeling like? I remember. So, I vaguely remember a storm and some people getting freaked out okay. by there being a big storm whilst on a ferry. Whilst that's for y'all, British folks. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. This is how foggy our memory is. We. I feel like we've been pretty sharp until now. We went memories. pretty much two months. Yeah. We remember two months right. from we're, ten years ago. We're doing okay. We're failing everybody, but we're going to get back to it. But I've got four other items that we remembered. All right. Here's the next one. Peanuts. Peanuts. Yes. What happened? Okay. Yeah, one night somewhere in Indonesia. And I made reference to this because I thought this was in India, but I guess it was in Indonesia. Somewhere in mm-hmm. Indonesia, we stayed at a hotel. And of course, we got there late because well, obviously we took the you know, 15 hour days, 12, 15 hour days on the bus. Mm-hmm. And the only place to eat was the hotel. Well, that's what we, we, that's what we thought. But everybody, everybody in the group was eating at the hotel. It was too expensive for us. We were, at this point, mm-hmm. really on a budget. Mm-hmm. And so we decided we're going to go out into the town, wherever we were, into the city, I don't know, and we're going to find somewhere to eat. There was street nothing, food. nothing open. No street food, no vendors, nothing. nothing. We found one vendor, and all he had to eat were peanuts. And we ate peanuts for dinner that night. Peanuts were affordable. We did not yeah. want to pay what, the, what was there, so like, I don't remember... The currency for Indonesia, uh, eh, it's not. I'm saying bot. That's Thai, Thailand. Yeah. Either way, 
it was cheap and we had peanuts for dinner. Felt good about it. We're proud of our responsible decisions. It's no right wonder we, we lost a combined what seventy pounds on the trip. Yeah, I think I what I lost forty, you lost thirty. Yep. Something yeah, 30, like that. I think I lost thirty. Yeah. Yeah, thirty pounds, something like that. <laughs> Either way. I'd could stand to do that again. Um, <laughs> all right. Next memory of Indonesia. President Obama. Yeah, this is I don't have a whole lot of of a story for this. I just remember that President Obama at the time had mm-hmm. visited or recently visited Indonesia right before we got there. Mm-hmm. And it was I a big rem- deal. And there was a big deal. I remember locals, I mean, maybe speaking to us because we were American. Actually, I think someone asked me asked us if we knew President Obama because we were American. <laughs> Shocker. Sure. We don't. No, no, no. Um, only 300,000 or 300 million Americans. So. But I do remember them being very excited because President Obama had just visited there and they asked mm-hmm. us if we knew President Obama, which we did not. We did uh, not. Side note, just because it's awesome, we have a new president here mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. United States. Mm-hmm. So let's just celebrate that for a second. It's a huge, huge relief. My gosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't need to go into that, but we are <sighs> we are both excited about that. Yes. Yeah, it's just a big day to exhale. We can get back to some <laughs> sen- some sense of normalcy. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, America. One less thing, one fewer thing to be embarrassed about today. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. <laughs> okay. Um, so next, durian. Okay. Yes. We may we... this may have been Thailand, but I want to place it that we had that we ate durian in Indonesia. We definitely ate it on a ferry. On a ferry, right? Lana so... had obtained it for us. Yeah. Right. Durian is a fruit you would acquire in Southeast Asia. Um, from what I remember, it smells pretty bad, correct? Oh, yeah. It's, it smells awful. It's, it's so, so pungent. I think the, uh, the colloquial saying word is it, it smells like hell, tastes like heaven. Mm-hmm. The second yeah. part is a stretch. It tastes, <laughs> you know, pretty good, but... Yeah. <laughs> Kind it of was, milky. It was just fine. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was it was okay fruit. Um, definitely was better than it smelled for sure. But I do remember we had it on a ferry, so we're just gonna pretend like we had it somewhere in Indonesia on one of those ferries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. first time I've ever had durian, and I think I've only had it one other time. But yeah, that was a that was a good that was a good thing to try while we were there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, thanks to Lana for. Uh, introducing us to to durian. I know that in some, you know, you went to Singapore, and if I'm not mistaken, isn't durian outlawed in a lot of places? Just like you'll see signs going on a bus that'll have like a you know a, a circle with a slash through it of smoking um, gum and durian or wow. pets. You know, <laughs> I didn't know that, that. That's pretty funny though. Yeah, things that aren't allowed. Just which I get it. It could be uh, not particularly uh, nice to your fellow bus riders whatever if you brought a bunch of smelly durian on board but anyway it's like eating fish in an office like if you brought fish into an office setting that's always a bad idea even worse if you microwave the fish yes i've done that one time and i'll never do it again don't do it uh, that was bad i was a bad coworker that day eat that eat that salmon cold (laughs) all right so the last uh the last thing we remember from our nine days 
prior to Bali arguing. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> okay. Again, we don't know what city this was in, but no. we were ex- we were exploring the city just like we did everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And we went out and I I think we were trying to get back to the hotel. I don't remember. Yeah, probably. And what transpired was just so funny. But basically, I was convinced that we needed to go one direction. You were convinced we needed to go another direction. And this turned into a full-fledged argument. We were both so sure. Yeah. Just 100% sure and that I was positive you were wrong and that I knew exactly where you were going and you felt the same way. Right. And when you get that way and when you're positive that you're, you're right and the other person's wrong – you get pretty adamant about it. And, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. he's, I mean, we, we weren't going to come to fisticuffs or anything, but I think we were definitely heated with one another. And then, oh, we were definitely jackasses to each other. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, we were, uh, you're fine, whatever, you know. And then the funny part was we <laughs> ended up both being wrong. <laughs> well, we, we went one way, and I think you said something like, Fine, fine, Hickey, you're always right. Let's just go this way. So we went my way, and I was super smug, thinking I knew exactly where we were going, proceeded to lead us off into a place we're completely lost. And then you were super happy about that. And you're like, yeah, yeah, all right, come on. Let's out of the direction. We ended up right back where we were before. And I think at the same time, we both just had this sheepish humility. Like, oh, gosh, we're done. We're idiots. <laughs> But yeah. uh, we like to refer back to this. We definitely remember. I remember standing in the street, and we were both convinced we were right, and we were both completely wrong. Yeah. It was a fitting fitting into that day. We haven't had a lot of arguments in our friendship, but that was one of them. We really and haven't, no. The funny thing was that we were both wrong, so it really yeah, is was... a really funny memory. We learned from that moment, I think. We, <laughs> so. we did. Okay. Uh, folks, I don't know. That's all we got. That's all we got for those nine days. If if anybody, if any of our friends have listened to this and remember something noteworthy in that time, please tell us. I'd love to, you know, we'd love to jog our memories of what happened in that point in time because uh, it's, man, it's tough to remember. So Now, did, uh, did Bev come back and join us? Bev and Lisa come back and join us? Or was that when we got to Bali? I thought that was earlier, but I could be, you know, I'm not sure. Did we ever talk about that? I don't know if we ever really spoke about that, but we did. And we spoke to Rick. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah Bev, Bev had to leave for for a time, and she and Lisa did, and then came back and joined us. Yeah, yeah, and maybe it was Ambromo, but I, I just remember a lot of days being on the bus, looking out, seeing the rice fields, thinking like this place looks awesome, and that's again that's why we wrote the song the way we did. Like it's cool. It looks like the coolest place in history. But we literally never would know it because we're missing everything. Miss that yeah. And but I mean, it's just part of part of the trip. You know, we had to get from one from point A to point B. And um, yeah, we just we don't remember a whole lot because we just we did spend so much time on the bus. But it is what it is. But and then we finally got to like the song says we got to a proper place, and it was amazing, amazing sight to behold. It was called Mount Bromo. So we rolled into Mount Bromo. I believe at night. Now, what you do at Bromo is you take a hike to the mouth of the volcano, and it's an active volcano, and you, you know, the, the sulfur smell is is pretty much overwhelming. But it's this, you know, 
town nestled in a valley with mountains and volcanoes around and, and ash and smoke spewing from a pretty large volcano. The place we stayed, I remember feeling sort of like a, I almost felt like a mountain lodge mm-hmm. kind of with, yeah. with a big common room. And um, I believe the rooms are pretty nice uh, based on our, our standards there. But the thing to do is in the morning, first thing you do is take a dawn hike up the mouth of the volcano. We missed that. <laughs> we, d- we did miss that. Before we get into that, do you remember our bus could not make it up to the, the lodge? Up really? The I don't that. We, we actually had to, our bus could only go so far, and then we had to get into vans. And the vans took us up oh, to Mount Romo. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because it's very high elevation. But yeah, and the volcano is, you look out from where we were staying, you just look out over this huge valley volcano on the left, another mountain, which was also an active volcano on the right. Yeah, we did miss the, we did miss the sunrise or the, you know, dawn hike, which was kind of sad because uh, from, from what I heard from the others, they could actually look down into the volcano and see the lava because it was like, it was still dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they could actually look down there and see the lava boiling and all that. Because when we went up there later, we saw a bunch of smoke, mostly. Yeah, and I mean, it was it was cool. We went there. I wish we we would have seen. I wish we would have seen that. That would have been cool. The, but as as usual, lava. we were we were sleeping in probably. Well, not to be the turd though. When we woke up, we got breakfast and hoofed it up the mountain. Feeling good about everything. Sure. Yeah. Uh, made made it to the top of the mountain. I think it was a it was an hour or so walk. Maybe not even that long. Yeah, it was it was a long walk across. It's probably a, probably a half mile walk across the the valley to the steps. And then, do you remember how many steps there were to get up to the the rim of the volcano? I, I don't remember the number. Yeah, well, it it was a lot. It was it mm-hmm. was a haul to get up those steps. And there was a, it wasn't just us. Uh, we went with, with a, a group of, yeah, the, that was with us, you know, on, on the trip. And, and once we got up there, I feel like we just spent oh, a pretty, pretty long time up there. I remember wanting, there was like a, a trail that kind of went up around the left side of the volcano. I wanted to do that, but I, we, we didn't do that. Um, you jumped the guard, like the guard fence, the fence there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you sat right on the edge. I uh, got a good picture of that. Um, Sitting on the edge of the volcano. Yeah. 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 It was, it was a sight to behold. It was, it was beautiful. It was like nothing I'd ever seen before. It was super cool just to be, um, I don't know, you could just sort of feel the force of, of the earth there. Knowing what was below and what had happened and could happen. Just the, in the constant stream of, of smoke and ash and, you know, sulfur as a constant reminder of, of what's beneath. Yeah. That's how, how small we are and how big the earth is. It was pretty awesome. Um, I think we might have chucked a couple of rocks down there. Probably so. We were. And the mouth of the volcano. <laughs> I, think I think we wanted to say, like, I've stood at the face of the mouth of the volcano and threw something in it. Yeah. It felt very I, much. You won't get this reference because you hate you hate good action movies, but it felt very Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it felt like oh, it's funny. I, I was going to Mount Mordor or uh, yeah, in Mordor to throw the ring in or something. But it, I mean, it was 
It was cool. I, I don't know. Like, I think it's top three of the places we visited. Would you, would you agree? I don't know if I'd put it in top three. Um, no, I don't think I'd have it quite that high because I would have it below Prague, Nepal, and uh, a number of places in Australia. Okay. All right. I, All right. It, it would top five probably, but not, not top three. I, I think for me it was it was top three just because it was so different than anything I'd ever seen before. Just that's fair, and it, and it really was. It was super cool. Um, and the and the nine days leading up to it, where it mm, was just mm. this giant build up to, can we please stop somewhere? And we did. We stopped for what two or three days there. Yes, you know. So yeah. it was it was great to finally be somewhere that was. You know, we could get off the bus for a while, but it was the, the, the build up, and I'd say it was top three on the list for me. That's a good point. The, the, the build up was big for that. Felt like an accomplishment and to get there, a bit of a reward. So, yep. So, what we did after, you know, observing the, majestic, the majesty of the volcano, we walked down the mountain, and it was like noon, maybe one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Sort of looked around, took evaluation of our surroundings, and looked to looked to the, you know, to our right, and there was a pretty big mountain, and we just decided, you know what, let's go climb that mountain. <laughs> what else are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah. I I remember, I love I, it. I feel like I remember like just asking, like, do you want to go climb that mountain? You're like, yep, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> It looked like the highest mountain around. And yeah, it was, yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't a close, like it wasn't close by. We, we had to hoof it just to get there to the base. Of yeah. The yeah. There was, there was a lot of effort involved, but I know we had a few snacks in our backpacks. So we just had some water, unlike Cappadocia. Right. We were, we were prepared. We had a couple liters of water. So we took off. This is so funny, but I remember some of what we talked about that day. While we were while we were walking. Okay, what are we talk about? We we discussed who the greatest American rock and roll band was. Hmm. Okay. Debated that a little bit. We talked about the most overrated bands. Okay. Of all time, the Rolling Stones. Okay. I think I said Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Which I even think they're not very highly rated. So that speaks to my opinion of Kiss. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so uh, that, that was a, a fun, fun. Oh, and uh, yeah, about bands that sold out, I think. So, because okay. I think, because that was right when uh, I started to dislike Maroon 5. Mm, yeah. Because yeah, I think we they, agreed, we had a shared opinion, like, hey, they used to be good, but now I can't stand them. That's a good, yeah, I do remember that actually. Yep. They definitely sold out. They, they were very good. That second album was really good. It was really anyway. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's funny that you remember that. Uh, I do. I I don't remember how long it took us to get up the mountain. I, I I remember at one point it being pretty precarious. Like it was not just a casual walk <clears throat> up the mountain at this point. It was a we were on all fours, uh, hands on the mountain. You know, if we had fallen back, it probably could have been pretty dangerous. Do you remember that? Yeah. So here's what it was. This was not a trail. We there was a road that went up most of the mountain, and it was through people's you know homes and farms that were on these terraces on the side of a very very lush green 
grass-covered mountain. Yeah. Um, it was not rocky. It was not jagged. And there was this dirt road. So we weren't trespassing. It was clearly a public road until it wasn't. <laughs> there was no more road. We could see a trail off a, a, a ways that probably we should have followed. But at one point, yeah, we were on all fours just sort of crawling up this pretty steep incline. It wasn't rock climbing. No. Um, Lord knows I'd have been dead if it was rock climbing. You'd have been fine. But it was um, it, it was steep and precarious. And I think going down, we realized it more than going up. That, oh, crap. If we had slipped right here. Yeah. It, it's not that we would have fallen so far far it's uh, at once it would be it was just we would have just continued to fall because this <laughs> incline was so steep it would just roll down a hill like a you know previously mentioned rolling stone <laughs> our possible demise oh uh, yeah i'm glad you brought up that because i do i do remember now that when we were coming back is when we noticed huh we we did that and that was probably pretty dangerous but at the time when we were going up we didn't realize that we just were on a mission to get up there. So we were, the elevation was pretty high. We were in good shape. Uh, I was not in, I mean, I've always been, you know, bigger and more out of shape, certainly than you, but I remember getting most of the way up and I got real tired and had to, had to stop. And you're like, man, we can go back. We can go back. And I, I, I mean, I was fine. I just needed to take a break. I think it all stemmed from a um, quick story about, I guess it was about five or six years prior to that, we went on a camping trip and hiking trip <laughs> <laughs> where our guides uh, completely messed up our uh, route. Yeah. And I, this is going to shock everybody, but did not bring enough water. <laughs> I thought a 20 ounce bottle of water was going to suffice for an 18 mile hike on the Appalachian Trail. With like oh, 5,000 5, hmm. feet of elevation gain. It was something ridiculous because we kept ascending and descending. Anyway, <laughs> at about mile 17, I passed out. I Literally. Just, <laughs> I, 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 I was walking, and next thing I know, my face was in the ground, and my buddy Brandon Peak shaking me, like, just saying, Hickey, you okay? And you're standing there just, like, looking like you saw a ghost. <laughs> I think y'all thought I was dead, but. Um, so anyway, I think you were worried that I was knowing how stubborn I was that I was just going to walk till I passed out up on a hill in in uh, Indonesia. You are the you are one of the more stubborn people that I know. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but if you set your mind to something, you're going to do it no matter what. It's, yeah, yeah. So well, there, was no, there was that, no there was no turning it can back. Be foolish at times, right? Yeah, especially with twenty ounces of water. But no, we were we, we were more prepared. <laughs> This yeah. day and in better shape, probably. Well, I don't know. We were in college. We were pretty. I don't know. Anyway, I was in, I was in better shape than than Bromo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, you were you were struggling, but we we took a break and continued up the mountain. I mean, we got we got all the way to the top, and I think it was again. I don't know if we were in somebody's backyard or if we were on part of a trail somewhere. There, we found this landing that obviously was was there for. A public consumption to stand and, and it's just kind of a lookout place, mm -hmm. but there was no trail beyond it. We just kept going and there was just this beautiful view. We were high up enough that we could see in the volcano. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, we were, we were higher than the way higher. The I mean, obviously the volcanoes were down in the valley. So 
the view we had from up there down over the valley of the volcano, Surreal. much different than the view we had from where we were staying. I mean, it was completely worth it to climb up the, up that mountain. I mean, for that view alone. I loved it. It was a great, it was a great time where we sat there and the grass was super soft. Remember mm-hmm. that? It was like, maybe a part of that from the volcano. It was just spongy and soft and we the took cloud, a nap. The cl- clouds were rolling in too. Yeah. We were that high. Oh, and we, yeah, you're right. We took like a 30 minute nap. We just like laid back on our back. It was the best. Like, just take a nap up here. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Ate some trail mix, drank our water, took a nap on top of, of a mountain while looking at the volcano. It's just surreal. What, a, what an awesome day. I do remember though, on the way back, I, we, we were wiped out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we, because we got back and it was dark by then. So we've basically been just off wandering around and walking from 9 a.m. till about 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure we were starving and we got back. And do you remember uh, we, we, we like stroll into the common area, like the restaurant or the hotel, probably starving, ordering some food. And we've not mentioned this person yet, but Christina, who had joined with us in, I think, Kathmandu. Kathmandu, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, super nice uh, German lady was worried sick about us. Yeah, that's right. She like came running over and gave us hugs. She was like in tears. She was so worried that she thought she didn't know us that well. And she thought we were gone. Just had been abducted or something. She said like she was ready to call the police. <laughs> yeah. And like the, our friends, they're like, oh no, it's it's a wild hickey. They're fine. They're just <laughs> they'll be back. Right. We didn't I don't think we told anybody where we were going. That was the weird thing. <laughs> we probably just waved like all right, we'll see you. <laughs> We didn't say, hey, we're, you know, just keep, you know, just so you know, we're going to climb that mountain over there. No, we just we got back and it was so spontaneous. We just grabbed our stuff and went. And so, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was, I mean, I felt kind of bad. It was like, oh, sorry, I did too. Christina, I didn't realize you were worrying about us like that. I had no idea she was so invested in our safety, but that was, it was really sweet of her. That she was so <laughs> concerned, but we were, we were fine. But yeah, I remember we were completely worn out. Um, ate some food that night and I don't know, that's just one of the days I, I just felt, I felt like I could not have done anything better that day. Yeah. That was the best thing I could have done with my time that day. Yeah. We, no regrets whatsoever. It was yeah. even if it, as tired as we were and I just, yeah, it was just a, a great, great day for sure. And like I said, I couldn't think of anything better to do. I'm just so glad that we decided to, to hike up two mountains that day, <laughs> that day. And, <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was a different viewpoint of, of the, of the valley and of the volcano and something about being up on top of that mountain with the clouds rolling in on that, you know, really soft grass was just refreshing and freeing. It was just, it was like, felt so empowered. Like we just did this, you know, that was awesome. Yeah. It was a great day for sure. Yeah. I know. I remember that night we slept really good. Just passed right out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was. We were definitely exhausted. Yeah. Well, um, from from there, the next was a bit of a change. We went directly from uh, from Bromo to Bali, Indonesia. Now, of course, Bali is well known um, for being a you know big tourist place. Um, it's like the tourist destination for Australians. Uh, well, for many Australians to go out of the country. So roll into Bali and we knew it was going to be two or three days of just 
uh, you know, fun beach. It's a big party town. And so, sort of the, and we were saying goodbye to Asia too, at that point. Yep. Yes, our last our last stop in Indonesia before we before we got a flight down to Australia. Although it was very Western, it was still sort of the last. You know, we we were going to Australia next, so it was going to. You know, everybody speaks English, so it was going to be the the last place we were that really felt completely foreign. I think. Mm-hmm. So we we get to Bali, uh, and I, I remember there was just there were a lot of of Western Western things there. It felt very uh, you know, I don't know, felt felt like Gatlinburg in Southeast Asia. <laughs> it, it, well, it, it honestly felt like. Uh, I'm gonna maybe butcher this, but uh, Kosan Road in in Bangkok. In Bangkok, yeah. With just bars and nightclubs and restaurants and and vendors and all that. That's that's basically where we stayed. So I don't have a whole lot of gripes about the Ozbus experience overall. But one of if I do have any gripes about the places that we went, they would mm-hmm. sometimes drop us into these tourist traps. Yeah. Right. So Bali. Uh, from everything I've read, everything I've seen is this incredibly beautiful, lush island with in- amazing beaches, pristine water, amazing surf, all this sort of stuff. We went to the most touristy spot on that entire island. Yeah, we did. And I mean, I get it. I totally understand why we were there because there was no places to eat, things to, to do, hang out, drink, that sort of thing. Um, and it kind of ticks a lot of the boxes for a lot of people. But you know, if I have one gripe, it's that I, I, I didn't like when we get dropped in these really touristy areas because I feel like we missed out on a lot of what the rest of Bali had to offer. We would have had to have done a lot to get to the less touristy places. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was going to be pretty far away. And we, so mostly we just hoofed it. We went to all the, you know, the, the stores there. I do remember going to the beach and you could rent umbrellas and beach chairs. Mm-hmm. And they were like five bucks each. It just, I mean, in, in hindsight, it's just cringeworthy. But I remember we were walking around and one of the guys was renting them. And I think I walked up, like, hey, man, none of these are rented out. We'll give you two bucks each. <laughs> That's funny. I, I think I that. even said, oh, if somebody else comes along and wants to pay you five, kick us out. <laughs> I don't, remember, I don't. That's funny. I, I, he took I, it. He took it. Yeah. It worked. And the beach, the beach was really crowded, uh, with a ton of, again, like you said, Australian. I think it was the Australian, one of the big Australian spring break weeks. Mm-hmm. So the the clubs and the beaches were just swamped with Australian people who were on holiday for their for their break from school, and on the beach itself, it was just. Uh, one of the cool things, though, there was a ton of surfers out there. And, yeah. Um, and and the sunset was really cool. I remember that. Just watching the sunset, watching the surfers out there on the water. They actually were renting out surfboards, too. It was one of the things I... I oh, yeah. I, Weren't you going to do that? Yeah, I, I wanted to do. I just didn't. You know, I didn't, I didn't really know how to surf, so I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't do it. I didn't want to embarrass myself. But because, were, again, there were so many people out there, there was, there was people, locals, giving massages to people right there on the beach. I don't know if you remember that, too. It was. I don't remember that. A lot of yeah, a lot of things that would be intriguing to tourists. They had it there. You know, they were they were selling for sure. Diplomatic. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, be out there on the beach and, and watching the surfers and the sunset. It was, I mean, it was a pretty nice spot. It was. Um, I remember we found a ton of sand dollars out in the water. Beach was really cool. It was really cool. We spent a couple of days there. Um, I didn't have a swimsuit. <laughs> no surprise there. Yeah, so I uh, went to one of the shops and decided to to buy a swimsuit, and it was the largest. Uh, I had to find buy the biggest swimsuit like in Bali. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody my size was smart enough to know that it would be difficult to find a you know a big swimsuit there. So anyway, I remember buying one, and you know you barter for everything, and I think the I remember the guy told me I was a bandit and refused to give me a bag. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the same place that <sighs> we gave in and bought the Ben Tang tank, to- tank tops? Uh, it was a similar place, but that was the last thing that we did before we got on the plane because we had however much money we had. And I remember saying, I know we can get three Ben Tangs for this much money. And we just have to go to a place that'll accept it because we wanted one for you, one for me, and one for our good buddy Chris. Yeah. Because we knew Chris would look great in a Bentang, and he did. Yeah, Bentang was the local beer there, and we actually, for the most part, we made fun of people who were wearing them. You saw them everywhere. The ben, these Bentang tank tops, they had yeah. them, and they were they were white tank tops with Bentang written all over it, and then just different colors around the the arms and the the neck, but. Everyone was wearing them, and we made fun of people for three days while we were there for wearing Ben yeah. Tang tank tops, and then we gave in and bought them. Yeah, I think we did it just just for a, as a kick, but it was, I mean, a bit of context. It was ben, the, the brand Ben Tang for this cheap beer. It was just ubiquitous in Bali, uh, and we thought they were pretty hilarious, and we just saw so many uh, you know Aussie bros wearing – those tank tops are like, never wear those. <laughs> Come on. And yeah, by the end, where if you can't beat them, join them. It was fun. <laughs> we, we had some days on the bus in Australia where we just, just wore our Bintang tank tops. You were photographed several times wearing your Bintang tank top. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, Bali, we, we hung out with our friends. Uh, it was a few days there. I do remember sitting for a long time in a Starbucks in Bali and writing my blog and sadly that was the last blog that i wrote for the Mm. trip Mm. i just i I don't know i I feel i'm kicking myself so much later because going back and reading my blogs was a lot of fun just to just to you know remember what i thought and what i felt and what we did and i didn't do that for indonesia malaysia and australia and i i hate that and we had a lot of great memories, uh, especially yeah, yeah. when we've already talked about some of the ones in Indonesia, but especially in Australia. I mean, just I wish I would have known some of the places that we would have went. And I wish I'm the same way. I wish I would have at least taken notes or something. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, so I, a couple couple things come to mind. Uh, three things come to mind when I, when I think about Bali. Uh, one, we, we had a, a fun night playing cards in mm-hmm. one of the hotel rooms. Uh, yep, with with uh, the rest of the the girls, the, the Glee, Glee Club, Club. As, we call, as we were called, uh, just <laughs> drinks, uh, Jack and Coke, uh, 
Ben Ben Tang beer probably just you know just having a really good time. Fun night. night. Uh, and then we went to a nightclub one night, and so again, <laughs> Australians were just <laughs> everywhere. And the song, which is actually the intro song for this podcast uh, by Minute Work, "Land Down Under." I remember that song coming on, and everybody lost their minds and went crazy. <laughs> I do remember this. We had a great moment in that uh, because it was sort of a club remix. And in the middle of it, they stop and go, Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. <laughs> and you and I, without any prompting, without any discussion ahead of time, after Aussie, 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 we went, USA. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That was hilarious. Um, I, I, don't, I remember... It was a great time at that, you know, again, we were always happy to bring the party to dance and not, not care who was looking at us. And uh, there's some good pictures of us uh, out there. We weren't big clubbers or anything and just, you know, not necessarily into the scene, but there to have a good time. And I do remember Laura, our friend Laura lost at whatever card game we were playing and as punishment, she had to stand on a table in one of the bars and, do the David Brent dance from the <laughs> the office. <laughs> you know where he slaps, so does a little bit of the robot and he slaps his arm like it's a hinge. Yeah. <laughs> and she did a killer job. So uh, cheers to you, Laura. Yep. Um, but that was, that was, that was pretty hilarious. It was, uh, it was a, it was a, I had a fun, fun night in, in, uh, in body. I do remember coming back. Uh, and sitting down at the, um, uh, you know, just sort of the courtyard of the hotel. And our friends, McKaylee and Kenneth, showed up and they were just, just blasted. <laughs> <laughs> McKaylee just wanted to give everybody a hug. He was so happy. <laughs> at, at this point in the trip, there was not so much us because, again, we didn't have a whole lot of money. But for those who did have money, there was a lot of drinking going on mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. in the trip. And yeah, B- Bali just lends itself to go out, get drinks, have a good time. And, you yep. know, and so there was a ton of that. But yes, <laughs> McKaylee drunk was hilarious. He was, yeah, and just so, so nice. So, so cheery. It was, it was fun. <laughs> and um, then the, the last thing I remember uh, mm-hmm. about Bali. I had gone out. Um, I collected a magnet from every country that we went to, which they're still in my refrigerator to this day. So I, you know, I, I love doing that. And every time we travel, we do that. But I collected a magnet. So I remember going out and looking for my magnet one day. You didn't go with me. So I was <laughs> going to different shops and found one. And then as I was walking back, it was middle of the day or something like that. As I was walking back, I looked into a bar. And I saw something familiar and I was like, and I just stopped and I walked in there and uh, one of the, the college football teams here in the U S um, is in Idaho. It's they're called Boise state is the name of the, uh, the college and they have a blue turf football field. So the, instead of green, like a, a normal field would be grass. It's blue turf. And I just noticed the blue turf and I thought, Oh my gosh. And so I ran back to the hotel <laughs> as fast as I could because I knew you were there. And as soon as I opened the door, I go, I saw the blue turf. 
and you just got up and we went right over to the bar and got lunch and watched football. <laughs> I think I, I may have been taking like a midday nap. Hanky, Hanky, let's have a blue turf. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. Come on. And we ran, we got we got over there, had a good lunch, had a had a drink and watched football. It was pretty funny. I, scr- I scrambled out of bed. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Boise State's playing Nevada. That's awesome. <laughs> Because up to this point, we hadn't watched hardly any football except for uh, obviously our time. No, we did. Yeah, we watched some on a laptop in uh, Vienna, mm-hmm. and we watched. We tried to stream some things through some illegal websites throughout Asia. Yeah, we just, were bad at that. It just never really. We never had good enough internets for that, so we had missed football quite a bit. And when I saw that blue turf, it just I had I had to come get you. So to be fair, I just looked it up. Twenty ten Boise State, they were twelve and one. Oh, okay. We're, we're as ranked as high as number two for much of the season. So, mm, yeah, nice. That's was, awesome. Was, was, was definitely worth watching. <laughs> I just love that. I saw the blue turf. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. So, so um. After that, we you know we hopped on a plane and went to, to Australia. So that that was it for Indonesia. What are your your, your parting thoughts with Indonesia? Would you go back? Um, what's your prevailing memory from that time? Uh, for me, it was it was Bromo and the day we spent there hiking yeah. hiking the mountains and, and seeing the volcano. I would I would definitely go back to see more of the country. Bali's on my list because I, again, I want to see the better parts of Bali the less touristy part of Bali where mm-hmm. the surf and, and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I would, I would, I would go back to Bali, but for me, the, the highlight was, was definitely Mount Bromo. What about you? Yeah, I, I definitely would go back. I would want to see Bali again, but um, like you, my prevailing memory is sitting on that uh, mountain overlooking the, like looking down on the volcano. We actually on that, like scrawled our names on that landing <laughs> we did yep yep there's a picture of it somewhere um it's pretty great yep yeah that'd be cool to, to go back someday and see our names still on that landing that'd be that'd be awesome i'm sure it's since been uh since been uh you know pressure washed off or just faded i mean it's been a decade and i don't know where i had a sharpie yeah i just had one in your backpack it was so random but I didn't. I didn't bring a swimsuit. I didn't bring water. I didn't bring T-shirts. But, but I brought, brought a sharpie. sharpie. <laughs> yeah. No. I think. I think it was Rick that told us that Bromo erupted soon after we were there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting as well. I, I'm sure it's um, it's happened a few times since then. But that would be a very cool place to to go back and see. But yeah, Indonesia. Definitely recommend it, but not the way we saw it. <laughs> not nine days of just fifteen-hour travel. That was way too much. And um, but at least we did. We did get a couple highlights in there with Bromo and Bali, and and then, like you said, we were on a plane and off to our final country. Yeah, crazy. At this point, it's just nuts how how rapidly it had all moved. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. think getting on that plane to Australia, there was just sort of a sense of impending finality about the whole trip. So. Yeah. At, at this point, we were feeling it. We were feeling the impending sadness. Yeah, there was there was times throughout the trip early on and, and midway through 
probably in India where I just kind of felt like this is dragging or, you know, this is, we still have a, we still have two months to go or we, you know, that sort of thing. But those last, that last month, it seemed to go by really fast. It did. Yeah. You know, and, and I feel like we, at this point had really solidified our relationships with the people on the bus. We, for mm-hmm. the most part, were, were comfortable, you know, with everyone on the bus, sans a few people or whatever, but, you know, we had just grown very close with a lot of the people on the bus and, and yeah, we were kind of getting to that point where we only had a couple weeks left, which was, yeah, like I said, it was sad. It was, it was, but, um, I don't know. It's, it's, we'll, we'll have a discussion about what the end of the trip was like later on, but, uh, for now leaving Indonesia, I think we were uh, still excited about Australia because we place we'd always, I'd always dreamt of going. And I think uh, that too. And mm-hmm. yep. we, we were about to, we were about to be there. So. Yeah. Well, I remember when you when you first told me, and we'll talk. I'll bring it next week. But when you first told me about the trip, I said it's going to Australia. I was like, man, that just seemed like a place I would never go, you know. And yeah. we were about to fly there, so I remember being really stinking excited to get on a plane and go to Australia. It's pretty crazy, and we were we were about to do it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, good deal. So there was Indonesia. This was probably one of our weirder episodes just because we don't remember as much as we did from other ones. But um, I don't know. A rewarding time nonetheless. So That's right. And we'll, um, we'll, we'll redeem ourselves uh, with the next couple with Australia for sure. Yeah. Well, a few episodes about Australia, pretty action-packed. Uh, we found a few pictures that we're going to post. So uh, hopefully uh, you know, some folks will interact with that. But look forward to uh, getting those up there and – uh, again, maybe maybe those pictures will jog your memories a little bit, but um, yeah. Thanks every, again, everyone who's who has been listening, um, folks, our, our bus mates. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying it, and would love to hear from you as always. But uh, again, we'll we'll continue next week when we jump into Australia for the beginning of the end of uh, Long Road Down Under. Until then, Cordy's is money. <laughs>